good whatever time of day it is. It is Luke from Monday Movies here, uh, without Duncan Toby, who are now listening to this going, but we definitely recorded an intro, and we definitely recorded an outro. You did, um, but it's 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 disappeared, so um, it's just me. Sorry about that. It could be worse. Probably. Um, so, it's just me and you. No Duncan here, pretending that he's right about everything. Toby's, well, he could be late, but who knows. Um, coming up on Monday Movies today, uh, three films we'll be reviewing. I say we, it'll be Duncan. Uh, the Dead Don't Die, Annabelle Comes Home, and Stuba as well. Plus, we'll have Florence from the Wickham Community Cinema will be joining us to tell us what their next film is. We know it's Star Wars, but we don't know which film it is. Except if you me, because... Uh, this is a couple of days after Monday. It's a really good show, though. I think. I think it was a good show. Pretty sure it was a good show. Here's the show. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Yes, good evening. Welcome to Monday Movies, uh, your weekly roundup of film news and uh, reviews. This week we'll take a look at top ten films, uh, which are in the UK box office at the moment. We'll have reviews of Annabelle Comes Home, Stuba and The Dead Don't Die. And we'll also be talking to Florence from the Wickham Community Cinema about uh, the film that they're going to be showing in about two and a half weeks' time. Uh, We know it's going to be a Star Wars film we just don't know which star wars film it is so she will reveal that when she gets here uh i can't do this alone like i say every week you know i want to but contractually i'm obliged to have other people in the studio for legal reasons uh so three people whose names were put forward to go on the back of a 50 pound note uh but mason unfortunately you were too young good evening mason good evening uh toby you were just cut sorry about that (laughs) hi toby hang on toby's here and luke no one wants to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That intro wasn't as good as the last couple of weeks. No, you know why? Why? Haven't written it down. Oh. Left my paper at work. Um, also, um, mm. early early doors. Question. Oh, hello. Tell me what you think about me. Who who's this person that sat to my I'm left? Not sure, but he's uh, dressed very I'm, smart. I made it on time. He made, well it, made it. on time. He made it on time. Uh, pong's a bit. It does smell a bit. Yeah. Do you not have air conditioning in your car? Do you not have deodorant? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. I forgot it today. So. Uh, what? You didn't put any before you went to work? No, yeah, I did that. Oh, well, I mean, okay. that was at, what, 7.30 this morning. Okay. So I always carry a bag, get a bag yeah. of deodorant. <laughs> I, I always carry, carry deodorant in my bag. Yeah, so do I, but I just forgot to put it in there this morning. Uh, so. so I can just apologise for the sound level there, because I was putting your microphone up, but I was actually putting yours up. Oh, that's So when right. you actually spoke, you blew the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you blew the blooming doors off, Sorry. basically. <laughs> Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. We are now joined by uh, somebody, our second guest from Wickham Community Cinema. We had the tall bearded one two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we now have their dear leader. It's Florence. Good evening, Florence. Hi, nice to meet you. How are you? Hello. Yeah, very well, thank you. I don't require you to call me dear leader. Thank I think that was that. a little bit of a hiccup on Ben's part. So. Tell, tell us why, because it's quite funny. Why did he? Why do you think he said that? Well, he claims it's because he panicked and he couldn't remember the word chairperson, but <laughs> I just think it shows how he really feels. So. <laughs> well, it's nice to know that's how he feels. Yeah, it? I mean, I consider myself a benevolent dictator, but Good. I don't require it of anyone. No, you, you look benevolent and kind, but I imagine you could probably turn quite easily. I'm just going to leave that hanging there. Yeah. I'm not See, now, <laughs> now I'm worried. Uh, okay, so Ben, did tell us about the uh, uh, Wickham Community Centre. Just, just uh, give us an, uh, an update. Um, when did it start, and what was your last screening? 
Yeah, so, well, we've only had two screenings so far. So our first one was in um, June. That was Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, this month we had Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann's classic. And next month, 2nd of August, we've got a Star Wars film, which the, pub- the public voted for. Um, and uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, oh, came out on top. There you go. It held, it held strong. There was a little bit of a challenge at the last minute. but, uh, but So it was between Rogue One and... Well, there were about three or four right behind it. Um, the, uh, the Phantom Menace got three votes, um, which, you know, I'm not, not pointing fingers, but I feel there was a little bit of trolling going on there. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, uh, Rogue One held out in the end. But yeah, so the cinema... Um, it's it quite really surprising, because I assumed, and we, me and Luke both assumed, that it would be the chance to see one of the original films on the big screen, that everyone would want to see... We thought Empire Strikes Back would be the one that everybody wanted to see, not one that's been out of the cinema recently that everyone could have seen. Just Yeah, I was exactly the same. I mean, I used to have the original trilogy on video that I used to watch all the time. I just I assumed that it would be A New Hope or, you know, the one with the Ewoks. But um, uh, this is what happens when you hand it over to the public. They choose and, and we follow. So. And do you know how many votes you got? Uh, more than 30. Well, that's good. Yeah, it was a pretty decent turnout. But then you, you're, isn't your capacity 30? No, no, uh, it's been oh. seat 45 at the moment. 45, OK. Yeah. So did you get more votes than there are seats? Uh, just in case. Not currently. Not, I know oh, that was a concern okay. no, of Ben's. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't seem to have occurred to Ben until we mentioned it to him. <laughs> suddenly everyone who voted might want to come and actually see the film. Yeah. yeah. So, OK, so, uh, so your next one is uh, Star Wars Rogue One, yep. and that's on August the 2nd, which is a Friday? Yeah, first Friday of every month, okay. except September when we're just branching out and doing the first Wednesday because the Art Centre had a previous booking. Oh, okay. Ignore that just one, mix generally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> and and it's at the Art Centre, where is the Art Centre in, in Wickham? Uh, so Desborough Road. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's a really brilliant community asset. Um, I don't know, I'd not really been there that much until I started working with the cinema, but they put on loads of great events. Um, I'm heading on there after now to do a Bollywood dance class. So there's a, a whole oh, range of things they well, offer. We could, yeah. What time what time's a Bollywood <laughs> dance class? It starts at half, it's, well, you guys will still be on air. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. We could do, we could have done, do they do it every week? Uh, oh, yeah, every Monday. We could do the show live from the show. Oh, Amanda would love that. That would be good, wouldn't it? We should look into that. Um, so after the Star Wars one, are you going to do another one that people can vote on or have you already decided what you want to show? Um, so September we are going with uh, This Is Spinal Tap because oh. it's all capital letters. I will be there. Uh, excellent. Yeah, it's uh, not actually a film that I've seen before. Really? But um, that was one of our um, uh, audience suggestions. So we have a whiteboard at the back um, of every screening where people can put up their suggestions. And that can one. we just ask Toby, because Toby's a musician. I haven't, I haven't actually seen it. <laughs> I know. Have you seen it? It's terrible. This is fun. We're going to see <laughs> this. Is fun. Right, yes. As done. you're a musician I know, in a band, I know, you I really should, should have yeah, seen the Spinal Tap. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is a classic, okay. yeah. and um, I'm assured it's going to be good. So, yeah, so that'll be Wednesday, the 4th of September. Mm-hmm. And then the next three, we are going to vote in some form. So we've got October, we want to do something international, because the whole idea of the cinema is to kind of broaden our horizons and not just do the big, big blockbusters. Yeah. So we've been given a list of films which none of us have heard of, so we need to work out a way of, uh, of choosing one of those. Um, uh, November will be the 1st of November, so day after Halloween, so we're obviously going to go for something a little bit spooky. Um, and then it's, it's Christmas, so it's Battle of the, the Christmas, Christmas Classics. Yeah. yeah, Love Actually, obviously. Die Hard. Oh, has to be. Yeah, Die Hard has got the vote. Yeah. Lo- Love Actually is a Christmas mm. film. Yeah. <laughs> but then you have Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yes. It's a wonderful life. It's going to be open to a vote, obviously. Pretty brutal. 
<laughs> so what time does it start on uh, on Friday the 2nd? Yeah, so doors open at 7 and then the film starts at 7.30. Um, and then the bars open before and after the film. So you can stick around and have a drink and chat film to us if you like. Excellent. And have you got a list of films in your head that you want to show? Have you got some favourites that you want to see on the big screen? Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I've got my favourite films, but um, I'm not kind of like a, a film kind of expert, so... Um, I mean, if it was just me, it would all be kind of 90s kind of counterculture kind of hackers and pump up the volume and, and Gattaca. Oh, yeah. but, um, uh, but it's not just me. The idea is we're getting everyone involved and like, I'd rather go see some films that I haven't actually yeah. heard of before and seen before and kind of broadening horizons that way. Can I put a vote forward for a film? Yeah. yeah. Harold and Maud. Say it again. Harold and Maud. Okay. Okay. Yeah, any any background to that? No, no, no. I haven't heard of that one. But it's my favourite film of all time. That's what wow. I tell people. I've never I, heard you mention that. Ever. <laughs> I have mentioned it before. Have you? Yeah, yeah, in this very room. Uh, <laughs> and I've never, I've only ever seen it once when it first came out in 1970 something. Okay. And I'm terrified to watch it again in case it doesn't hold up. So but, will you yeah. come and introduce it one, oh, uh, one Friday for us? Oh. I, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unaccustomed as I am to public speaking, uh, yes, I could be tempted. I don't know how easy it would be to get a print of a film that's that old, or is that quite? I mean, or even if there is a print of of, of something that's not well known. I, I don't know. I mean, so we've got access to a few different um, kind of databases that, that deal with film licensing. So we can always go and, and have a look. Mm. I mean, they go back to the kind of the nineteen fifties and forties. Oh, so well, okay. seventy odd should be. Well, I can't, I can't promise, but we'd, you know, we'll go away, we'll have a little look, and we'll get back to you okay. on it. Of course, it could ruin my whole image of my favourite film of all time, because it might now look absolutely terrible and very, very dated. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful film. Wonderful film. That's stars Ruth is. Gordon, who was the old neighbour in Rosemary's Baby. It's very, not seen Rosemary's Baby? No. There's another one, I've back one from this. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby and Chinatown. They're the three I would like to see on the big screen. Okay, as a, as, a, as a trilogy. Actually, as a <laughs> three, three in one go would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be really good. Okay, Florence, if people want more details or buy tickets, where do they go? Um, so we've got a website. It's uh, wickhamcommunitycinema.wordpress.co.uk, which just rolls off the tongue. Um, but if you just Google Wickham Community Cinema, we come up first. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on all the social medias. Excellent. Um, yeah. That's uh, Rogue One, um, Friday the 2nd of August at the um, Wickham Arts Centre on Desborough Road. Florence, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. This is Wickham Sound. <laughs> Duncan Strip here with you with Luke Toby and Mason. Thank you very much to Florence from the uh, Wickham Community Cinema for coming in. Don't forget their next screening is Star Wars Rogue One, uh, Friday the 2nd of February, 7 o'clock at the Wickham Arts Centre. Correct. On Desborough Road, where at 7.30 on a Monday, they do Bollywood dancing. They do. How exciting. They should go and do that. I, I did say that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, should we take a look at the top ten films at UK box office? Let's do that. Let's start with number ten. Uh, Duncan's favourite film. It's a Rocket Man. Rocket Man. And they've got a sing-along version, uh, which will be on at uh, Cineworld in High Wycombe in about two weeks' time on a Saturday night. Maybe you'll be in that version, Toby. Mm. So you can go and sing along. Toby, have you watched it again? No, of course you haven't. No, I haven't, actually. No, you Sorry. haven't. So it's still one of the best films of the year. It's yeah, fantastic. No, it is. And Dexter Fletcher, the director, it's in the film news, but we'll talk about it now, is obviously now taking over from Guy Ritchie as the director of Sherlock Holmes 3. Oh. Obviously, How because... Much of are they started yet? No, uh, they have not. But it still be Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. Uh, and obviously because he's had two successes in there, Bohemian Rhapsody, which is being credited to him, and uh, Rocketman. When was the last uh, Sherlock Holmes? Uh, about seven or eight years ago, yeah, probably. It feels, quite, like, quite it feels like ages ago, yeah. 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 Long, well, Robert's been busy, hasn't he? He's been Iron Man. He's been Iron Man. Was yeah. he... 
So he did that before he got Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Iron thing. Man mm. was two thousand and. Sure. I want to say eight. eight. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just before. Right. That's weird. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Well, is <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, okay, good. He hadn't had his biggest role of his career, so. Uh, oh right, so yes, yes, I see what you mean. So Robert his Downey role G's defining role defining is yes, career yeah, but defining. I can't imagine role. him not as Iron Man. But obviously, no. back then he wasn't. Well, it's like so. um, who was Captain America? Chris Evans. Yes, Chris. Of course, yes, Chris Evans. But he was in one of the Fantastic Fours. Yes, he was the original. Yes. Yeah, um, um, the fire Flame Man. which I saw and I was like, uh, oh, Human, Torch. Was. "Human Torch, yeah. the Human Torch, yeah. Human Torch." Yes, yes. See, there we go. Yeah, that's very true. So anyway, Rocket Man still doing well. Yes, probably won't be in the top ten next week. But you know, no. it's, it's mm. done. It's well. done good, hasn't it's it? Done good. Uh, this week's number nine, Anna. Uh, I haven't seen it. This is new Luc Besson thriller about a female assassin. Uh, it looks terrible. The reviews oh. are terrible. Oh. But it does start, start Helen Mirren. Oh. Mm. And the guy from Batman. Whose name? Which one? Which, which one? The Scarecrow. Uh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Yes. There you go. Killian Murphy. Yes. Uh, this week's at number eight. It's gone down because all the other films have done better this week. It's Casino Royale, Secret Cinema 2019. Mm, yeah, it does what it does, doesn't uh, it? It, does. it actually did more this week, I think, than last week. So maybe um, they sold a few extra tickets. It's a great film. But, what, um, Casino Royale? Yeah. Um, I prefer Skyfall. Uh, it did worse, actually. Three percent. I prefer no. I prefer Casino Royale. It was Casino oh, Royale so the first argumentative. one. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to pick a Why fight. Can't you just agree with me. Because <laughs> that'd be boring. We, so much we agreed on something recently, but I can't remember what it was. That you shouldn't do the show. Anymore? <laughs> 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 can we, can we agree on I can't remember that. Very thing. quick. That was very, very good. Um, is Casino Royale was the first one of Daniels? Yes, wasn't it? Yes, yes it was. Yeah. yeah. Then it was followed by the terrible one, Quantum of Solace. Mm. Then Skyfall, mm, yeah. and then. Spectre. Writing Spectre. on the wall. Oh, yeah, no, it's called Spectre. Uh, yeah, so, and the next uh, Secret Cinema is obviously Stranger Things, which is weird because they're not actually yeah, they're showing, not showing anything. It, yeah. You're just going to wander around. Point for anyone that can tell me the. You know what it'll be full of? You know, you know, you won't hear when we talk about this. It'll just be, it'll be like, all these overpriced bars and restaurants and loads of two bit actors who were cut from films who've got this little job working in the Secret Cinema, wandering around in costumes, bothering you. That's what it Are is. Are you working there, Toby? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, question for anyone that can oh. tell me. Tell me what you think about me. Did I say question? Tell me what you think about me. I meant, I don't know what I meant. Point to anyone that can tell me what the name of the, the theme song for Casino Royale was called. Oh, you know my name. By? It's Chris Cornell. Yeah, it's one of my. One, is it you're one of your favourite ones? I'm a huge Chris Cornell fan. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Oh, yeah. you've, you've probably never heard it, have you? I've heard, I'm sure I've heard it. I just don't know who Chris Cornell okay. is. Okay, uh, I didn't say I was interested. No, um, tell, me, tell, yeah. tell, me, <laughs> tell me more, Toby. Well, who's no, he, who's he listening to? You know, Audio Slave? Do you know no. Soundgarden? No. No? No. But that is a great song. Yeah, that is, that a, is a brilliant song. song. It is a really good song. Yes. Yeah. Good. Who do we think is going to sing the uh, Bond 25 theme song? Oh, well, they were saying it was. Um, there was some rumours of who was going to be, and I've forgotten who they were. Uh, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yes. I kind of hope it's not. No. I don't think it will be. I um, think it needs to be someone like <laughs> Lewis Capaldi. I, no. no. Noel Gallagher? No. 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 <laughs> Neither of those. <laughs> no. 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 I'm not sure. It's got to be someone who can belt out a big ballad. Ooh. Well, unless they completely change it. They won't, because no, when they, they completely change it, you get the Chris Cornell song, which no one remembers and didn't sell very well. They want a big, best-selling, number-one single. Well, that's true. That's so, who's at the top of the... Stormzy? <coughs> I think that's going a bit too far. Yeah? <laughs> okay. It's too far. I don't think... Ed Sheeran. 
<laughs> Won't that I mean, be depressing? I mean, Won't that be depressing? That might happen. It, oh, might, no, happen. it might happen. I mean, you've heard his new song. <laughs> I mean, his new single, Blow, with... Um, I like that. That's really good, but that's I because yeah, I don't I think like he sings song. much in it. No. no I think the other two Chris Stapleton. Yeah. 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 Bruno yeah. plays the drums yeah. in it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think there's a lot of um, Sheeran in it. No. Which mm. I quite like. Whereas I, like other, I like that song as well. Whereas the other one, We're beautiful people. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll talk more about that later. We don't even have a title. They can't write the theme song. No, they haven't got a title for it yet. Mm. Have they? Well, they haven't released one. They might have a title for they, it. Well, they had one, and there was so much. Um, what were they called? What was they going to call it? Um, it was the word that sounded quite rude, and I can't remember what it was. Oh yes, I remember. Sorry, yes. just going back to Lewis Capaldi. I mean, that's a very good shout, actually. I think he would be quite. He, he, know, he, be good. He, yeah, for his style of singing. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I, okay. I, I think he'd be. Yeah, my vote goes to Lewis. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure I'd want that, but. No. I look, could see him doing that. Uh, yeah. 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 As long as I didn't have to look at him singing it, I'd be fine. <laughs> He's one of those. It's like years and years. I thought you were going to say, like you. No, no. <laughs> it's like years and years. I, d- I like listening to their music. Yeah. Watching him annoys the hell out of me. Oh, okay. I just, I just can't do it. It's a bit like you, though. Like, watching you is annoying. <laughs> Listening isn't my thing. <laughs> no, it's not. That's true. Anyway, we, we move we've on. Div- yeah, uh, massively. We've diverged yeah. a little bit, haven't we? Uh, this week's number seven, Aladdin. Uh, which is done incredibly well. And as we said a couple of weeks ago, it is Will Smith's best performing film. Which is crazy, office, isn't it? Which is crazy yeah, talk, is, isn't is it? That's crazy. Um, but the fact that it's done so well, despite the bad reviews, despite everyone saying, why are they doing like-for-like like remakes? But this is why, because it's taken, what, 40 million or something ridiculous? Uh, 35. 35 million just in the UK. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to just keep churning these out until they run out of films. Yay. And who knows what they're going to do when they run out of films? Start again. Because, th- because this is not, a, this is not a, a, um, an infinite supply that no. they've got. They have a finite amount of films. And they're, you know, they're not exactly I would like them to taking see, their time, are they? I think what you do next is turn the, the CGI films, so like the newer ones, mm. into, into real life as well. So like, um, uh, what was that one? Up. That was Disney Pixar. Oh, but that's should, Pixar. There's Disney Pixar, no, but I'd like them to see uh, them do that as real life because yeah, that would be interesting. They are already. They are already <laughs> if they can CGI a whole <laughs> Serengeti and lions, they can CGI a house with balloons. Well, they can do anything now with deep fake. Have you seen the deep fake Shining? Uh, no, I haven't. No. Uh, so deep. Have you, you know about this deep fake that everyone's no. causing? So deep fake is where they scan a celebrity's face and you can replace them in anything. <clears throat> so if you go online and look at deep face Shining, well, you can do it yourself. No. <laughs> You need an expert to do it. Right, right. Uh, if you go online and Google deep, deep fake shining, uh, there's three scenes from The Shining uh, with um, Jim Carrey instead of Jack Nicholson. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it works really well. well and, yeah. it's, and it's quite scary that you don't actually need... Well, it's like, it's like the um, de-aging stuff they've been using recently has mm, been... Yeah, it's been really good. Ridiculously really good. good. Yes, I know. I mean, yeah. people keep saying about these animals that keep going extinct. We can just... CGI them. I don't... Th- no, <laughs> you can't CGI real life in real... Project... Projector. <laughs> okay. I don't think yeah, holograms you have gone... You can't touch it. No. I don't think... You, know, ho- you don't touch... Animal, those you don't animals. touch a lion, do you? You, you, you stroke the dog, don't you? Yeah, they're, they're not, not extinct. <laughs> in breaking news... Where do you live? Dogs, <laughs> dogs are extinct. <laughs> I was just talking, I was talking about the realism... Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But extinct animals don't get touched. Do no, they? you don't. You don't touch a, no. co- a cobra or something like that. You know, a cobra is extinct. No, none of them are extinct. No. Oh, I'm right. So I'm extinct. wrong, but you're right. <laughs> no. 
Toby, how long have you oh, been doing this show? He's <laughs> just learned how it works. Well, well done. That's absolutely right. Oh, let's move on quickly. Oh, uh, shall we? Three new films uh, coming up next, starting with at number six, The Queen's Corgi. No, now, dogs aren't extinct. Now, I haven't seen this. No. I've seen some terrible reviews, oh. and I've watched some scenes which are slightly worrying. So it's a, it's a kid's film about one of the Queen's corgis who does something wrong, so it's kicked out of the palace what? and joins um, a gang of other dogs in the streets in London to, and he works his way back into Buckingham Palace. Uh, who came up with this film? Well, you see, in essence, yeah. it's not a terrible film, it's quite well, but no. it does involve the, do- the corgi getting involved with dog- illegal dog fighting, <laughs> bearing in mind this is a kid's animation. <laughs> and Donald Trump turns up at Buckingham Palace and, w- and he brings his own dog with him. So firstly, you've got the, the kids... That's fake news, he doesn't have any dogs. Kids, the kids this is, this is aimed at aren't going to know or care no. who Donald Trump is. And, one, and I, just, I had to Google it because somebody criticised the scene in the film and I thought, surely that is not in the film. And it is. He brings his own dog with him, mm. and when he's in the palace, he t- sends his dog off and says, go on, go grab yourself some puppy. Which is obviously... Yeah, we can see what they've a done ...a riff there. on the line that he used yeah. in real life. And it's like, who, in production meetings or anything, thought that was a good idea? So, yeah, it's getting... T- and it's, I mean, it's not a British film. It's a Belgian um, animation company that have made this. But, you know, Jack Whitehall is the main voice of the Corgi, and Ray Winston's in it. So it's, got a, it's mm. got a good cast, but it's just, it seems very misguided. Oh! Very... Oh, what was that? A little bark. Oh, rough! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week's number five, Midsummer. So Midsummer, which uh, came out last week, uh, so it's, it's done quite well to get to number three, did you say it is, or number... Uh, number five. Number five. So <laughs> it's, 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 it's done quite... I mean, it's doing better than Hereditary, his last film. So That's this sweet. is um, Ari Aster's new horror-slash-breakup horror movie uh, about a group of four Americans who go to a um, little commune in Sweden uh, during the Midsummer Festival... Uh, and two of them are going out, but one of the boy wants to break up with the girl. She won't break up with him. He won't break up with her because her par- something just happened nasty with her parents. And once they get to um, Sweden and get involved in this commune, things go quite nasty and horribly wrong. Hooray! It's not a horror <laughs> in the sense of it's horrific. No, it's, it's mind-playing. It's Yes, it's slightly creepy, it's mind-playing, and there's a couple of very, very gory scenes. Mm. But in the main, it is a relationship drama that just happens to have some nasty bits in it nice very talky if you're not if, if you don't like talking you know if you're going there for an action-packed horror yeah. film this is not it. for you and it is two hours 35 minutes long i think That's, that is long. it is long but it is very good i thoroughly enjoyed it and i want to see it again Dull. Mm. there we go and it's one of those f- unusual films in that it's a horror film as such but all set in daylight yes so nothing set in uh the yeah, which is good. Interesting. Mm. Mm. This week's number four hashtag I told you so. Westlife, the twenty tour live. Oh god! I so said it would be in the top five, and I was correct. You did, and you were correct. Yeah. So this is the film of Westlife's um, farewell well, performance. It's, or it's live. I don't think. It, I don't know if it's their farewell performance. I thought this was their farewell tour. They've done that about three times. Oh, okay. um, it, it was a live. Right, my love. All right, that was the hello, song. Wasn't hello, it? my love. Hello, my love. There we go. That's their new song or their last song. Le- latest song. Yeah. Um, yes, it was just a live version of that. Well, I'm amazed um, that. How, much, how many screens was it showing in? It was in 545 screens. Wow. And took how much money? 899... Call it 900,000. That's not bad. Nearly no. a million pounds. So, yeah. I can't believe... I can't believe... And last, you last week, you weren't here. Take That's live thing was in the top ten as well. So. Yeah. But, but, you know, it is cheap. Who's next? Who's <laughs> I next? Don't I don't know. 
Um, there's a lot of things going. They, they seem to like the new. Toby wouldn't like either of those. Do you know why? Why? A lot of music. What? A lot of music. <laughs> a lot of music. Yes, he would hate them, wouldn't he? Yeah, wouldn't like. What are they singing <laughs> for? Stop Get it. off those stools. <laughs> um, they do that just halfway through. It's not. Um, but there's a lot of things coming out like that. So obviously, Coldplay did their documentary thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Westlife have done it. Take yes. that have done it. I think Take that have done it a couple of times. Yeah. Well, I suppose. Um, it's another outlet not everybody can no. afford or get to yeah. where they're having their concert so if you're paying £10 to go and see it and it, as long as it's in a you know a decent a cinema, cinema yeah. it's, it's projected correctly and the sound's good Muse did one Muse did one how amusing the, the National <laughs> oh dear the National Theatre have done stuff before oh they've done lots of yeah. stuff yeah. Um, Kinky Boots hey, is going into the cinemas no one cares after, in the new year is it really is it going to be good how exciting yeah. good okay it's a great well musical. that's Westlife number three yesterday uh, that was Sunday. I had a lovely day. Just, did, you, uh, did you watch any sport? No, I didn't watch any sport. No, strange no. person. Did no. anybody watch any sport yesterday? I actually oh, didn't, yeah. but... but. Uh, yeah. Mason did. What did you watch, Mason? Uh, extreme Rules. Oh, you that, probably won't know. I, no, no, I mean, did you watch any of the, the big sporting events <laughs> that were Cricket, taking place yesterday? You know, the, the fight... No. No, no, no. no. In that case, no. No. No, no. Uh, no the film... Yes. Oh, yesterday. So this is Danny Boyle's new film, scripted by Richard Curtis, romantic comedy about a man who gets hit during a 12-second um, blackout. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, when he comes round, he can remember who the Beatles were, but nobody else can. So he starts passing off their songs as his own. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it too. And I've thought about uh, the thing that we talked about. Are we allowed to talk about it yet? What did we talk one about? One more week. Just one more week. Because I really want to go... <laughs> All right, fine. Just what did we talk about? And yesterday, the rather contentious scene towards the end. Oh yeah, yeah Toby, tough luck. Uh, oh no, because he, are, you, are you going to see this? Yeah, to- yeah, right, let's yeah. not talk about. Why doesn't Toby no, go no, out the room no. next week? Okay. Oh, okay, do you want me to go out the room? Yes, just go out the room for go two the room. seconds. I can hear it on that radio. Go upstairs. Out there. Well, turn it off. <laughs> I'll just put my fingers just, in my okay. okay, and it'll be delayed as well, so it's fine. So my concern. He's was... He's not out the room yet. Okay. Um, Action now. My concern was so. It, spoilers. You, spoilers. 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 If you haven't seen yesterday and you're planning on seeing it, this is going to spoil the ending. So at the end of just warning, Mason. <laughs> just sitting there, not I'm sure. not affected by spoilers, oh, okay, so it's good. Right, okay. Um... So, near the end, the two people who also remember the Beatles yeah. give him a piece of paper and said, we've done some digging, and he goes to a little house by the sea, knocks on the door, and who opens the door? John Lennon. Yeah. And my th- point was, well, why didn't they actually... And it, obviously it's not John Lennon, it's that- an actor playing John Lennon. And my point was, well, why didn't they get Ringo Starr or Paul, Paul McCartney? Because they're still alive, they could have had the real people. Mm. Um, and then I've been thinking about it, and it's because he was shot... He was killed at 40, Mm. and this is showing that if he hadn't become famous, he would have lived a nice, quiet life, done his art, and so fame had an effect on him, which it didn't have on the other three. wasn't that obvious in the film? No, it wasn't obvious to me. Oh, okay. Because that's exactly what I was thinking. And actually, I I listened to an interview with uh, Richard Curtis, and there was four scenes written where he meets all four of the Beatles, and as they were filming it, or before they filmed it, he said it all seemed too much. Right, okay. So they they cut out all three. I'm I'm just just sitting here, because there's no reason, and it's a bit weird that there's no... They don't say what happened with the blackout. They just say a blackout happened. Yes, it's never explained. They could, to- uh, Toby can come back in. No, we can just tell him we can just stay out there. <laughs> um, I've, I've got a one-word one reason. What? Solar flare. 
Just say it was a massive solar flare. Well, I think that the took point all is, the power out. You tell Toby to come back. He's yeah. allowed to come back. I think the point is, uh, and I've seen so many reviews saying, oh, it's, you know, it's a science fiction film, and they completely forget the science fiction. Yeah. They don't. I thought it's not a science, it's fiction. Not a science fiction. No. Film. It's a romantic comedy. No. So, and Richard Curtis, in the interview with Richard Curtis and Danny Boyle, they said, yes, we could have gone into all the ramifications yeah. of the Beatles not being there and how it affected and how having no cigarettes affected the economy. Mm. But it would have been a ten one-hour um, TV series, <laughs> it would have been, yeah. not a two-hour romantic yeah. comedy. So all these people saying it doesn't address the science fiction things. You're like, no, it's it's a romantic comedy because the solar flare wouldn't have affected history. Yeah, but it would have affected the power. Uh, never mind. Let's move on. Let's move on. But yesterday, I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. Enjoy it. We both did. Yeah, Toby, there's music in it. Good. Be warned. Good. This week's number two, mm. Toy Story oh, Four. Toy Story Four. Toby can speak now. I can actually speak. Yeah, go. I. Loved it. I thought it was great. If, although, if I was a child, I'd find some parts of it scary, I have to say. Um, but I thought the characters were great. It, can, it takes off straight from where the last one ended. And, you know, all the same voices are there. And uh, it's a great storyline. And it's very funny. Like, it had a lot of adult humour, you know, adult jokes in it, which I thought were very funny. Yes, you haven't seen it yet. Not yet, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, won't ruin it. And, I don't um, mind, it's fine. And, uh, yeah, I just thought all the characters were great and... Uh, do I hope they do another one? I don't know. If they can Would do it you? as good as this one, then yes, yeah, yeah. I'm quite happy. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's going to be a, a risk. Yes, but this yeah. one was a big risk. Yeah, because everyone true. said you can't. Any film's a risk. Yeah, any true. film yeah. is a Cause risk. because you're putting a lot of money yes. on on your ta- on the table, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. indeed true. you are. Yeah. Yes, very true. Okay, number one. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a Spider-Man. Far from home. Spins a web. Any size. Any size. Anywhere. Catches fleas. Just like flies. Look out. It's kind of Do you mean catches Spider-Man. thieves just like flies? Rather than catches yeah. fleas. As I said that, I was like, that's wrong. Just <laughs> please. Uh, so I think we both agreed, uh, yes, yes, it's entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm actually seeing this. Okay, it's, we're, well, we're not so. spoil it. okay. it's a nice palate cleanser after Oh, the, and that massive thing that happens right oh, in the middle. When Spider-Man dies at the end. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, um, no, he doesn't. We can't talk about the thing that happens in the no. middle, which kind of changes the whole film, which is very clever. Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic as well, Mysterio. You say the thing in the middle that happens, the I twist. No, I didn't know. No, but for some people, they would have already known that going in. You're talking no. about people who buy comics. <sighs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but the big thing at the end, that's clever. The big thing at the end is very clever, yeah. yeah. My only criticism is the a final battle scene, like with all Marvel films, it's is CGI. This was, this was You're going to hate life. Is it, is it the water? Is that no, it's just no. all of it. It just all feels it. very... feels very weightless, like you're, it doesn't have any heft. You're going to hate Lion King. That is all CG. Yeah, but it's supposed to be. Uh, okay. Um, except for one scene in Lion King, though. We're not talking about Lion okay. King. Okay. But there is, I think it gets away with it because it's project, it, in the film, and you'll understand this when you see it, they're using projectors. So I think it gets away with it. It really doesn't. Uh, but it anyway, does. there we go. Spider-Man: Far From Home. It was at number one. It will not be at. Uh, yes, it will be at number one next week. I think because there's nothing much out this do the week. The schools break up this week. They do, at some point this week. Yeah, I think they do. Mm, uh, we're no. gonna take a, yes somewhere. No, I don't think so. Well, then there's a couple more 
weeks. Okay, well, we'll get to the bottom of that uh, for those who care. <laughs> I'm worried about why you care. Monday movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Uh, should we have some film reviews? Because that's what we're here to do. Is it? Yeah, we've, no. got, we've got three. Uh, so firstly is The Dead Don't Die. This is a horror comedy from director Jim Jarmusch. If you don't, what, haven't seen any Jim Jarmusch films, no. you won't know what to expect. He's an indie filmmaker who makes films about nothing. Sorry, really. he's an indie filmmaker yeah. who makes films? About nothing. Oh, OK. I my sentence. No, okay. So most of his films are very, very light on plot. Uh, this one is set in the town of Centerville. It starts with two police officers in the woods played by adam driver and bill murray they are investigating some chickens that have gone missing from steve buscemi's farm and everything and in the woods is tom waits who plays a um a homeless man who lives in the woods and he says the end is coming and keeps quoting from herman melville and then you find out that things are happening in the town uh, that can't be explained um it's not getting dark at night uh, all the animals seem to be going missing. Strange things seem to be happening. And on the news they're saying it's because of solar fracking. There's fracking at both poles. And apparently the Earth has tilted slightly from its axis, which has caused all sorts of problems. And then the dead start popping up from the graveyard. Because oh. the dead don't die. They're still not die. there. No. And being a Jim Jarmusch film, nobody makes a fuss. So you, they find out there's zombies and they're just like, oh, OK, there's zombies. All right, so what do we do? How do we, how do we deal with this? And it's got a really nice setup really slow it's really slow but quite funny and then you think it's going to start to get going and it doesn't it just plods along like that for another hour and a half and it never gets into another gear and it is kind of it is this is what jim jarmus films are like but this one has been marketed slightly differently this one it looks like it's going to be Zombieland 2 uh, have you seen Zombieland? Yes. Of course not. Yes, uh, which had Bill Murray <laughs> as, as a zombie in it. So, yeah, so that, that's what this is going to be like. And there's something very strange which is going to annoy so many people because near the start, there's a, the, the, the theme song is called The Dead Don't Die and it's from an artist, a uh, country artist, I can't remember their name. And the two cops are driving along and Adam Driver puts a CD on and it's this song, The Dead Don't Die. And uh, Bill Murray says, um, I recognise this, what is it? He says, oh, you know, it's The Dead Don't Die. He says, yeah, but it sounds familiar, what is it? He says, well, you know, it's the theme tune. And then a little bit later, he, uh, Bill Murray asks Adam Driver something. Adam Driver says, says, says something. And Bill Murray says, oh, uh, we're improvising now, are we? So it broke the fourth wall. Kind of, for a reason which happens at the end, which will annoy most people who go and see it, I think. So, uh, Which, oh, you're not going to say? No, I won't say, because it's I've got bon- a feeling bonkers. of what it is. No, you, you really haven't. <laughs> oh, OK. Even I didn't know what it was. Even I sat there going, Really? that's going to happen uh, Tilda Swinton's in it she's very good as a Scottish mortician oh, I like Tilda uh, who wields a samurai sword um, but all in all it's just too quirky for its own good I can say you're not really selling it it's if not, I'm honest if, you're not a Jim Jar- if you've never seen a Jim Jarmusch film can rather than go and see this go can and watch one can I guess what the end yeah the, someone wakes up and it's nope. all a dream or nope. Nope. no that'd be obvious yeah true I told you you'd, ne- you'd never guess okay. I'll a, tell you after it's a DVD you're actually watching another film. No. Film section. Okay. Film in a film. Can you, just, can you just let... You won't get it. OK. You don't know what's going to happen. Does. Okay. No. No, no. Does. OK. So if you're thinking of going to watch this, because I, when I went to see it on Saturday morning, there were ten people in the screening room, uh, and when I left, there were three of us. Did you have a private screening? In your in screening screen. room? <laughs> I did support that. Um, so, yeah, so rather than just waltz in to see this, expect to see a funny horror comedy, watch another Jim Jarmusch film first because. Uh, so, Shaun of the Dead's better, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you said zombie comedy. 
So yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it is. Uh, should we have another review, or should we talk and ask Colin what he's had for his dinner this evening? <laughs> I want to know what Colin's had for his dinner. <laughs> well, I'm glad you know my, my film reviews are further down. <laughs> Colin's here. Hi, Colin. Hello, hello. But what have you had for your dinner this evening? Well, I've had um, sausage and chips, oven chips. Uh, uh, so what? Only took 25 minutes. And uh, oven chips, spaghetti hoops. As yeah, well. it's chips you put in the oven. Hang on, two, two, weeks, to two, two weeks ago we had a lamb shank that was being basted around, and now we've got spaghetti hoops, oven chips and sausages. Mix it up a bit, you know, sometimes gastro, you know. Enteritis. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Very possible. If I don't turn up one week, that's probably what's happened. Oh, well, that's lovely. And you're on after us. That's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Thank I'm just you. very disappointed. Duncan only eats posh food. That is not true. What's for your tea? That is not true. Oh, uh, you've got you've got curry. Yeah, vegetable curry. There you on go. Monday, every Monday. That's a regular for you, isn't yeah. it? Keeps you regular. Yeah. Know what you like. I like a routine. Colin, who's on your show this evening? Coming up this evening, I'll be chatting to uh, Mark Rand, who runs Chesham Comedy Club. He'll be telling us about what's coming up on the 26th for a July event. Simon Evans is the headliner. Uh, also, he'll be talking. I like him. He's very good. He's the one who looks like his eyes are closed. That's the one. Yes, yes. I like him. Um, I saw him. He He's very dry. He opened for Lee Mack, I think. Cool. About 15 years ago at the Hammersmith Apollo. Oh, fantastic. Because he sounds quite posh, doesn't yes, he? Yes, yes. And his first line, I think he's used it quite a lot, is uh, a lot of you probably wondering where this accent is from. Uh, it's educated. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, carry on. <laughs> you can't use that line anymore. Look, then. <laughs> <laughs> Useless yeah. material. Um, yes, yeah, so it was him. And then uh, Russ Kane, who's a broadcaster, comedy uh, performer and writer as well, we chatting to him. Excellent. Very, very good. Good. That is Colin. Uh, we won't miss it. You might do. Well, we will, because we'll be going home. <laughs> Put on the Listen car. as soon as we get home. Don't we, everybody? Yes. yes. Thank you very much. That's Colin. Uh, we do Chatsworth. miss the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin with Chatsworth coming up straight after us at 8 o'clock. They'll, they'll, they'll step out of it. They can snap out of it. <laughs> Duncan is a teacher. Oh. Can you imagine? No, I don't want to. I'd be good. The pupils, the pupils would never be right. Uh, yeah. Be like, I'm right. No. You're wrong. What are you talking about? about? But, sir, in the book it says, no, no I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> it says here that one plus one is two. No, it's three. <laughs> I'm going home. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Uh, should we have another film review? Okay. Annabelle comes home. Oh. So why do you do this? Because I don't just, know. I, you don't know. I do know. Where did she go? We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, Annabelle goes home. So this is the third is in the it? Annabelle series, which is also part of the Conjuring oh, universe. Okay. So this is, concerns uh, the Warrens, who were real people, Lorraine and Ed Warren, who were demonologists and exorcists. Uh, they are real people. You can you can read about them. Um, right. And they went around America and this country. They went to Essex, and the case in Essex is actually mentioned in this film. And you can see newspaper reports of the stuff. I think it was a werewolf in Essex. Oh, was it? That they, oh, okay. that they came over. Did they find here, it? To, that they came to investigate. Uh, but they are in uh, America. They keep all the haunted items they find. Strangely, instead of destroying them, they keep them in a basement. <laughs> Well, I know why, but they did. Oh, so okay. you can you can laugh and criticise, but this is based on real people that you can Google, okay. and, and they did travel the world. Yes, Mason. I mean, I like people to wait till the end of the review. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not what sure if hell? this is if this is the right couple or not. But is this the couple that the husband died because of a supernatural like 
attack or something. I have no idea. That'd be sure the ne- that's the next film, Mason. No idea, <laughs> anyway, so they've got this. Uh, they've got the house. All the artifacts are in the basement. Uh, Annabelle is the worst of all because it's looking for a soul to possess. They keep her instead of burning her. They keep her in a glass box, but a glass box made from state uh, from glass from a church. <coughs> Then they do something else stupid. They have a young girl who's about eight or nine years old. They go away for the weekend. They don't take her with them. Oh, no, they leave her in the house what? with a babysitter. Uh, the babysitter... <laughs> why, why, is, why, are you, why are you speaking faster and faster? Because I'm trying to get through it because we're running out of time. Uh, no, I've got another film to go. Oh, OK, oh, sorry. And because people keep stopping there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Carry please, on. please continue. Uh, so the babysitter is a, a goody two-shoes. She won't do anything wrong, but her friend comes round, but she wants to look in the basement, which you kind of think is an old cliché that teenager that wants to do wrong but she there's an actual reason she wants to go in there which works quite well uh, she lets the doll out and obviously havoc starts reeking through the house with um, spirits like the ferryman annabelle lots of different spirits are uh, wrecking the house now so you're sitting there shaking your head going oh well hurry it's the actually ferryman? it's the ferryman is the man you have to pay uh, because you know in some old films you see them put coins on the eyes once the, the, once the person's dead they put a coin on each eye have you seen that in films yeah yeah, yeah and yes. that happens in real life and, okay. that, and they're buried with that because that's what you use to pay the ferryman and the ferryman takes you across the river Styx into the afterlife okay so there you go uh, and actually this is quite good it's much better than the last film in the Conjuring series was The Nun which was absolutely terrible oh, yeah. but this is really good it's got a good story the three main actresses and the, it's all three main female actresses young girls are really really good it uses silence really well there's lots there's huge stretches where there's virtually no noise and it doesn't do too many jump scares I was about to ask no there's a few jump scares but not as many as in usual films and it's, it has got a really good story I thought it was really good See, I'm still not going to watch it. No, I know you're not. <laughs> but but you're you're very quick to dismiss just based on a title. No, it's based on what film it is and what other films it's come from. Well, the Conjuring films are very good. I mean, the Nun is terrible. Yeah. Annabelle the first one is good. Annabelle two was very good. This is probably better than Annabelle two. Conjuring one and two are very good. It's just not my thing. No, I know, but you can't dismiss it. That's like me saying, well, cricket. <laughs> Who cares if we won? Should we listen back to the last three hours of drive time? No, I was just saying cricket's easy. That's what okay, I'm fair enough. I'm saying it's hardly exercise. So. <coughs> you know what I mean? Carry on. So anyway, Annabelle comes home. Well worth seeing. Out of ten. Out of ten. Oh. Jinx. <laughs> Double jinx. <laughs> Girls. Um, <laughs> uh, seven. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, you okay. see? So there you go. That's an A. There you go. Is it? I think okay. so. No. Uh, so our third film, no, third film is Stuba. This stars Dave Bautista and Kumail Nanjani, who you remember I really liked in Men in Black International. Oh, you did. That is he true. Plays yes. A little uh. horny. Uh, so Kumail Nanjani is a Uber driver. So if you don't understand the title, which no one does, his name is Stuart. He's an Uber driver at the weekends. So his boss takes the Mickey out of him by calling him Stuba. Which is a stupid right. name for the film because you don't know why it's called Stuber. Okay. Uh, he's working in like a B and Q home base kind of store um, and driving an Uber at night and the weekends in order to make enough money to give the girl his, his best friend, who is a girl who he's secretly in love with, enough money to start a spin class. Meanwhile, Dave Batista is a police officer. In the opening scenes, which is set six months previously, his partner, played by Karen Gillan, in a little supporting cameo, is killed by a drug dealer. 
he is obsessed with finding the drug dealer. Skip forward six months. He has a laser eye operation, and the doctor says, you won't be able to see anything much for at least 48 hours. Mm. And as soon as he's had the operation, he finds out when the next drug deal is going down, and he realises he'll be able to catch the drug dealer. But, of course, he can't drive his car because he can't see properly. Right. So he has to call an Uber... And he gets Kamel Nanjani, who gets stuck with him for the next 48 hours as they go up against uh, a drug gang. So it's kind of like an old-fashioned 1980s lethal weapon-style buddy comedy. Do you think they saw Deadpool? Because doesn't Deadpool sort of... Not everything is Marvel-based. No, no, but didn't (laughs) didn't Deadpool take over a taxi driver, or had a taxi driver that uses a lot? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Dupinder. Thank you very much. Quite close to Stuber. Yeah. It kind of works because the two lead... Dave Batista is really good in a, com- in a fit comedy-ish role. Kumail Nanjani is just really funny anyway. Uh, what it needed was a better script. The, la- um. the laughs aren't huge. There's a couple mm. of funny scenes. And when it gets violent, it gets really violent. And there's quite disparity what's between... The, the, what's the rating? For 15, I think. Because there is some quite nasty stuff in it. Um. Yeah, in, yeah. And drug dealing. And drug dealing and drug usage. Yeah. So yes, and dogs eating packets of drugs. So that's not <laughs> never good. No. Any bad language? Oh, lots of bad yeah. language. Effing <laughs> <laughs> and jeffing up the Yahoo. But with a better script, it could have been kind of a Beverly Hills Cop type thing, but it didn't quite get there. Out of ten. Five. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. But they are really good together. Oh, yeah. You just wish they had better dialogue to use to speak. Is that what you say? Something like that. Better yeah. script. So that is it. Yes, uh, that's the three new films out next week, which means um, Toy Story 4. No, what's number one? Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man will still be number one next week, but it won't be the week after because there is only one film out next week. This the week, Lion King. On Friday. Lion King. The Lion King. Was that on this, this Friday? This, this Friday. Friday. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, you have to go and watch it. I will. Or why don't you do what you normally do? Wait till somebody says the title and then... Disapprove. Why don't you do that? Okay, we'll do Why that. Why don't you be judgmental oh, rather than open-minded? I learned from the best. <laughs> I'm very open-minded with oh, films. Correct. Every day is Christmas Eve. It is. I went into Annabelle Comes Home thinking, and came out going, oh, apart from, I think apart we, from yeah. the one thing that did annoy me, which we can talk about in the podcast. I think for the next week, Chloe, we could just do it going, oh, we could oh, do that, yeah. It'd be rubbish. The but, Lion King. But my problem is, and I've said this on on the show many times, is that because it looks so real, and mm. there's only one very short scene that's actually real footage, all the rest of it is CGI, I just don't like real-life footage of animals and then them talking. CGI, it's fine, but there's something about when they do all the... Does it scare you? No, but like in do the... Do you find it creepy? No, I don't. I just find it odd. But like in the dog films, you know, when they've got talking dogs, yes. that's just... Like Beethoven. Is it Beethoven? No, it doesn't talk. Um, uh, What's the one in America? Quick. Stuart Little? No, not Stuart Little. That's a mouse. That's a mouse, but he's CGI. Uh, 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 Homeward Bound. Not seen it. Uh, but their mouths didn't move, I don't think, did yeah, they? Yeah, it did, yeah, it did. Did they? the cat spoke and the I know they spoke, the but I don't, I'm not sure their mouths moved. Oh. I think it was more that you heard what they were thinking. We'll have to watch oh, I think. Yeah, actually, you might but be right. Garfield... I think you'll find I normally am. <laughs> Garfield was CGI. Yes. And yeah, but Gar- Garfield doesn't look like a real cat. I know, but... Garfield I just, made me laugh so much. Garfield's a great film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that and Johnny English, two <laughs> rip-roaring comedies. <laughs> but I just, I just don't like... And they released what? a scene. They released... Um, Lisa Steve? No, they, yeah, Steve from CGI Factory. Um... I can't think. Of, uh, Huna Makata. Hanuna Makata. <laughs> Matata. That's what a wonderful thing. Um, they released a little bit from that, and I yep. just went, ah. Oh. And then someone put the CGI version up to it, next to it, and it's, it's they're just walking where they're doing like backflips and other yeah. things in the CGI. 
Well, you just have to wait and I'm see. I'm going to watch it. It's fine. Watch it with an open mind. Okay. Don't be so closed-minded. I won't. Oh, honestly. I'm going to watch it. Good. What, I'm next year? <laughs> next year. Yeah. I'll watch it. Are you in it? No. Okay. I got no. cut. Okay. Is that because they started had singing and you went, <laughs> no, I'm leaving? Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Oh, well, that's it. Thank oh, you. Uh, oh. Luke, thank you. Toby, right. thank you. Mason, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, we will all be back next week to talk about Lion King, and who knows, more than one person might have seen it. <laughs> That'll be exciting, won't it? Yeah. Uh, coming up, um, uh, what's his name? Colin. <laughs> Colin will be here at eight with um, uh, Chatsworth. Uh, ten till midnight, it's rum and reggae. Anything to say about that? It's no. a good show. Um, from midnight till two, it's the Funk and Soul Archive. Duh. And then from two till seven, it's the um, Wicked Sound Jukebox, where there'll be music... Oh night long excellent we will be back next week 7 to 8 on Monday evening uh, to talk about Lion King and I'll be back on Sunday from 8 till 10 for Sunday breakfast couldn't think of anything worse <laughs> so you're listening to Wickham Sound online on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM <laughs> well what a show that was that was a good Good show, that was. I'm pretty sure it was a good show. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, Duncan and Toby will be will be back next week. Here's a fancy promo that luckily we recorded separately from the intro and the outro of this podcast. Monday evenings on Wickham Sound. Join us every Monday night at 7 o'clock on Wickham Sound for Monday Movies. We'll count down the top 10 films at the UK box office, take a look at the week's film news and review the big new releases. Duncan. Don't forget our unrivaled film knowledge. Under pressure. Dum, 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 dum. The, the obviously the three before it. One, two, three. Uh, we'll, 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 <laughs> uh, just for the, for the listeners, just in case you didn't realise how how this, this series got one. to three, it went one, <laughs> two, three. three. On Monday's show, we'll review what's likely to be one of the biggest films of the year: Disney's remake of The Lion King. That's Monday Movies, every Monday at 7, only on Wickham Sound, 106.6 FM. Also, our podcast is available from your usual podcast supplier. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, It will be probably slightly longer next week because Duncan Toby will be back to talk absolute nonsense. Um, Have a wonderful rest of whatever day it is that you're listening to this. And we'll be back next week for The Lion King. Cue outro music and goodbye. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.